What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Dorian Show. I'm hoping you guys all have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. I'm actually recording this right after Christmas, right before New Year's, but you guys, doesn't matter for you guys. You guys will get this in 2024. I hope you guys are all starting strong on your New Year's resolutions. I don't know what you guys put on there. I want to be skinnier, go to the gym, etc., etc. I have no idea what people do these days. Um, as you can see, I'm here by myself today, so we're going to be doing another one of these finance podcasts. I hope you guys like these. Sometimes these are quite popular, but I haven't done one of these in a while. Um, I think I might just be doing these going forward. I'm doing a new format. I read stories and then I, uh, I write them out. I summarize them and then I give you guys my thoughts. So uh, I hope you guys like that. Okay. Um, today I'm going to talk about China, China, um, and what the hell is going on over there. It seems like they're in a recession and it seems like the Chinese government doesn't really care. <laughs> and they just keep hammering, they keep hammering their own businesses. Um, so I'm just, it's kind of hard to know what's going on. You know what I mean? Um, so recently, on Friday, December 22nd, Tencent, creators of League of Legends and 40% owner of Fortnite, lost $46 billion in market cap after China proposes new regulation on gaming, including rewards and bonuses for logging in daily, bonuses on spending, as well as enforcing spending cap in-game. This continues the Chinese government camp government's campaign against gaming companies. In 2021, the Chinese government limited minors under the age of 18. I mean, that's redundant. To only gaming an hour a day from Friday to Sundays. So, so yeah, recently, uh, as I said, by the time you guys come here, it's probably been a couple weeks. But, dude, China's been having some hard times. Like, the... They're in a recession. A lot of these housing uh, businesses are defaulting on their on their bonds, um, and and we thought like and COVID has been terrible for them. They have come, they haven't recovered as well as every everyone else. And by everyone else, I just mean the United States. I don't really know what's going on in the world, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I, I think like last year, the Chinese government kind of signaled that they're done kind of putting the hammer down on the, all these companies that they feel are going out of going out of hand but yeah just last just last week well when i'm reading this last week they just they just said like oh yeah you know all these gaming companies that are making like a ton of money like we are we rather like we lose a ton of money lose a bunch we'd rather these companies not make any money investors to lose a ton of money than for having our youth or even adults to be be addicted to gaming which i think they see as like a huge problem gaming is like a huge industry over there in asia um you guys might think it's big here i don't know i'm not too much of a gamer but my brother is but i think in over in asia china maybe like even korea they take it to another level they have esports out there i don't i don't Esports are out here too, I think, but but I think they're like huge over there. They're like NFL huge out there, you know what I'm saying? And it's kind of crazy that, you know, 
the Chinese markets are not doing well and China's just like, yeah, we don't care. We're just going to keep hammering you guys. Um, so what else I got here? Uh, in the past few years, the Chinese has clamped down on its own industries as it appears to choose the perceived benefits of their population over, over profits. Starting in 2020, when government canceled the Ant Group's IPO, sunning concerns over its lending practices. This comes after Alibaba's former CEO, Jack Ma, criticizing the government for being too slow when it comes to innovation. At that time, Ant Group was valued at $300 billion, but it's only currently worth $78 billion. Alibaba owns 30, 33% of Ant Group. So this was like right during the pandemic, dude. Alibaba was huge, blowing up. This is like the Chinese Google, Chinese Amazon, as people were comparing to them. And they got like this huge ownership stake of a finance company called Ant Group that grew out of... Uh, grew out of uh, alibaba and it was going to be even bigger than alibaba and they were just like yeah dude we're gonna be rich i own stock in alibaba i was super excited for the ipo i still own it but then <clears throat> for some reason jack ma who was uh, a former ceo of alibaba and creator of ant group he just dude who's who's the who's the greek god that flew too close to the sun i forgot i'm dumb so i forgot their name but that's Icarus. So that's Jack Ma. He got so big, got so rich in China that he thought he could just like come out and criticize the Chinese government. And he he gave his speech and said they were just like slow in innovation. And like right after that came out, he disappeared for a couple months. And then the government canceled the IPO and said like they're breaking all these regulations and they basically need to overhaul their whole business plan, uh, which basically cut their valuation by a third. Um, but that's not all, guys. That's not all. In 2021, Chinese authorities destroyed the tutoring business, forcing tutoring companies to become nonprofits and have fee standards. They also said they cannot operate on weekends or holidays. Seven out of ten kids starting from kindergarten received tutoring in China. So that, that was like another one. I think one of the big issues about people wanting to invest in China is like they will come and chop off your legs out of nowhere. Um, as you guys could already tell, even in the United States, right? There's just like a stereotype that Asians are doing that do, they do real well in school, et cetera, et cetera. And generally they typically do, but it's not because we're smarter, right? Take me for example, but really I think the, the, the culture in Asian cultures, they value education a lot. So, it's all about tutoring, doing homework, studying. And you can see that in China, right? So it's like that, that culture just comes here, right? Seven out of 10 students is like doing extra work, extra tutoring in, in China, which is a, kind of an incredible, incredible uh, number. But because of that, a lot of like children have a lot of stress, uh, overperformance, um, mental health issues, obviously, when we... Uh, Talk about stress, um, you know, self-harm, self-killing, <laughs> suicide rates. All that got got China concerned, you know, like uh, they, uh, alongside many other growing economies, they're having a problem with um, 
having enough young people to replace the older generations and the last thing they thing they want is to like have a bunch of uh of their young people themselves you know what i'm saying like they want them to like be less awkward and go socialize and have kids so they could you know continue the, their world population domination but yeah so i mean so what do you what do i think about investing in china i clearly still do like i said i uh, i own alibaba um i gotta say like investing in like chinese companies are kind of like the cute girl that you have a crush on you know what i'm saying like she's like really nice to you and she got like you know like they, she got <laughs> i don't even know how to say it's like she, i'm trying to make this comparison is hard you know like they're they're like a they're like a beautiful girl that's really nice to you you know they have growing earnings you know really tiny costs and wide margins you know what i'm saying <laughs> and just when you think like you're gonna go ask her out you find out she has a boyfriend and her boyfriend's the chinese government and he does not like that the girl's been being so nice to you so now for some reason you can't make money tutoring kids anymore and they're gonna throw the girl into a coal mine that's <laughs> that's what it's like investing in chinese companies and um yeah, I uh, I still own I still own some Alibaba, and uh, I know I don't know if anybody that watches this follow Alibaba closely. Um, I tend to actually I tend to get more diverse viewers uh, when I talk about finance. So maybe a lot of you guys are actually looking up if you guys should stay in Alibaba, or you guys should buy more, or you guys should sell. Um, for me, I'm I'm definitely gonna hold this company. Um, I don't think I'm going to think about selling. I possibly might be buying more. Um, just looking at their earnings, I might put some of this on screen. You know, like their uh, before their pan. So I'm compared to before pandemic, which was like 2019, 2020. Like their revenue were was growing like huge, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like even down to like 2021, they were growing. They were growing revenues by like 40 percent every year, which is insane. Um, obviously their cost was also going up, but their margins were good at that time, you know, above 20%. Um, but once the pandemic hit, everything kind of, you know, hit the fan as they say, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, revenues were growing in 2022 revenues grew 19%. Their year ends in March though. So it's like 2022 ends in March for them, how they, uh, do their do their financials which is weird so that's like still like not too uh crazy part of the lockdown right this is still getting carryovers from when it first started uh, i think 2022 is when the when the pandemic really hurt people and all these companies were starting to lose money because in the beginning of the pandemic people were just spending like crazy you know what i'm saying especially like on amazon ebay and i'm sure the same thing was happening with uh, alibaba because people are just at home and they need to order stuff um but yeah margins uh revenues were growing super fast and in 2023 it only grew one percent so i'm like oh shoot which makes sense that doesn't that doesn't look good you know their margins crumbled it was up before the pandemic it was like 21 percent, and now it's down to 
2023 was down to 8%, which is not good for a tech company that doesn't own any, uh, they don't own any like stock, right? They don't carry stock. The whole thing about Alibaba is like, they're just a platform for people to sell and trade kind of like eBay, but they don't actually hold any goods. So their margins should be wider. Um, their income's been, uh, their income's been slowing down too. In uh, 2019, their net income grew by 31%. And then this past year, 2023, it only grew by 17% which is not very good as a as a company as a tech company i should say i'm sorry i'm reading off my phone i actually wrote these up and then i'm reading off of it i really should hire someone to be my producer so they could give me this information on the screen but i'm poor and i don't like and i just don't got a space for it honestly guys anyway but so far it's a uh, for in alibaba's business for whatever reason like 2024 is actually going to end for them soon because it ends in march so we're actually uh we're due for third quarter's results soon but so far in 2024 everything's starting to look up margins are growing again this is just from the past six months for 2024 so this is like march to september 2023 for them uh, things have picked up already. Margins have grown to 13.5% compared to 8% last year and 7% the year before. I mean, it's not great compared to other uh, other software companies, but they are turning this around. What is good, though? Um, what I have here? I have this over here. They're, for this year, they're... Uh, their revenues are already no, sorry. They're for this year. Just this year alone, they've already made more money than they did last year, if that makes sense. Or they're just as much. So in six months, this past six months, they made just as much money on their bottom line, their net income, as they did in 2023, and they already made more than uh 2022. And this is very exciting, especially because there is still six months to go and they are already at where they made last year. So at this rate, you know, hopefully they're going to double. Um, and I think those numbers are probably good enough for people to want to buy more, which is why I think I might have to pick up some stock. You know what I mean? Currently right now, Alibaba is about 70. Dang, dude, I need to take better notes. I'm about to fire myself. Um, they're currently about like 70 something dollars right now. I think at all time high, it was at $300. Um, it's 77 dollars right now. 77, sorry for mumbling. Um, and it was all time high just from like two years ago. It's 300 plus. So there's a long way to go. If it will ever hit the high again, I'm not saying it will or it won't. It's, uh, kind of hard to say. Um, I think some people are still scared about how China would treat them if Ant Financial will ever IPO and go public. Um, the last things I've read about is like it's going to IPO soon. So even if it's not worth hundreds of millions of dollars, a billions of dollars, it's still worth like $80 billion, which I think will help 
Alibaba's bottom line once they go public. Um, other concerns people are having, I guess, is uh, there's just more competition in the e-commerce side of stuff. Um, we've heard of Timu and Shan, which is uh, blowing up right now uh, in United States. Uh, then they're going to compete directly with Alibaba as, uh, as well as in China. Um, and that's a little worrisome because their uh, e-commerce at Alibaba still makes up about 60% of all revenues which is kind of worrisome um however the growth is still pretty good there's in their domestic e-commerce growth uh, with tmall they're still growing about eight percent a year um sorry this is eight percent uh from last year from last year they're growing eight percent um international e-commerce is growing by like 47 percent which is still massive massive gross uh, growth uh, comparing to last year um so you know maybe that will go down uh in terms of their revenue due to the crazy competition but you know alibaba does a lot of stuff some might be, some people may say they do too much stuff uh, other people are worried about their cloud performance which makes up about 11 to 12 percent of their total earnings um, their year-to-year -year growth was only three percent so far in the first uh, six months compared to the six months of last year so that's like barely any growth at all and cloud was supposed to be the next big thing for alibaba and maybe people are thinking they've missed the boat you know they have a lot of competition for cloud also they're actually competing with american companies like microsoft i know is going out there to china to provide cloud services and a lot of chinese companies actually prefer to have american cloud companies hosting their uh, data instead of chinese companies because they know how americans here uh view that you know we uh, americans here we're like we're like well we'll never use data centers in china because their government has access to all that information they're going to come after us um so even chinese companies don't they kind of want to shed that right even though i don't think they could do anything even if they host with uh, their data on google like China could just like hit up the company themselves, not Google, but like to the company, like, hey, give us your data. And they pretty much have to do it. So I think it's just to make people feel safer, even though no one is safe. So that's concerning cloud. Um, the logistics part of their uh, logistics is, is doing really well. It only makes up 10% of their company's earnings. However, it's growing at a 29% rate. And uh, I don't know if there's a, I think logistics is one of those things, even though you think it's easier to do, it's kind of like a high barrier to entry. You know, you need a lot of like uh, data and power to kind of build out these networks. And I think uh, Alibaba probably has very strong uh, logistics in this area uh in this area of logistics that's why they're growing at 29 percent year over year um so that's a bright spot they also have food delivery ticket buying like airline tickets and ride share i vaguely remember them like maybe buying part of like a ride share company back in the days food delivery company back in the days and that's growing by 22 percent which is nice uh, only makes about six and a half percent of their total earnings. Um, I think this is 
one thing China does really well, like and what Alibaba did really well in the past is they just straight up copied like American companies that are doing well, you know what I mean? And they just they they basically copy what they're doing here and bring it back to China and make money off of it. I think in the last year or so, a lot of these delivery service not even delivery service, but Uber for sure has like learned that they can make a lot of money throwing up ads on their uh, ride share on the Uber app. Um, I don't know if Alibaba is doing that yet, but that's another way they could uh, grow their earnings for that segment. Um, they also own a digital media company. It's 2% of their earnings, but it's growing at 21%. I don't know about creating content as a way of making a living for these big companies. Look, I'm creating content for free. I'm losing money, guys. Um, and I think just from what we've seen in uh, in the U.S., like Disney's just been eating like a big pile of doo-doo, um, just spending a ton of money making content. They're just losing money. So I don't know how I feel about that. Revenue growth is 21% for their digital media, but it's a small percentage of what they do. Uh, maybe they will give it up or continue growing it. I don't know. Alibaba might be doing too much, as some people might say. Um, and then they have like a other segment. I think there's like healthcare related and all this other stuff that I don't understand, which I probably should before I'm putting my ignorance onto the internet. And it makes about twelve percent of their earnings. So, and I don't, I don't think they even include any of Ant Financial's earnings on uh, on their balance sheet. So, I think, I think it's cheap. I think, obviously, all Chinese companies are cheap compared to the U.S. But I think Alibaba is cheaper than the rest. Cheaper than Tencent. Cheaper than Temu or whatever. All these other JD, all these other companies in China. And then. Currently, Alibaba's price-to-earnings ratio is about 10.9 or 11 PE compared to other tech companies. And this is just a trailing 12 months, you know what I mean? And if they continue to do as well as they're showing in the recovery, uh, that PE should be dropping um, if their price stays the same. I don't know if Alibaba will ever hit $300 anytime soon, especially because China has just been hitting every sector, you know what I mean? Tech sector, e-commerce, tutoring, gaming. It's just bad, dude. Um, it's very unpredictable what China will do. Um, but, you know, I maybe it's because I already own the stock and it's hard for me to let it go. But I'm already down like $12,000 which is a lot, but, um, you know, I'd rather lose the rest of <laughs> I'd rather, I, I think it would hurt less if Baba Alibaba goes to zero than for me to sell it at a loss and then for it to jump back up. I really think it does have what it takes to jump up. You know, Jack Ma's not the CEO, but he's, uh, he's still around. People really respect him. You know, even though Elon Musk said he was dumb, basically, I think, Maybe like technology wise, like Jack Ma's not as good as Elon Musk. I think that's pretty clear, but he's a really good businessman. I think he knows how to make money. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think it can easily, this stock could easily go to like $150, honestly, within the next year or so. So I'm holding and I'm holding. And if there's any like giant crashes, like a 10% crash in a day, 
I think I might be adding more, guys. And um, hopefully I'm not making the wrong decision. So let me guys what you, tell me what you guys think in the comments below about Alibaba. Um, I think I'm going to end it there. I wanted to talk about something else, but it was getting late in the house. And I need to take care of my dad because my whole family got the Rona. Anyway, I love you guys. I am back. I'm going to do these more consistently. I, I think I'm just going to have to do more finance stuff and less uh, uh, podcast with guests. Um, so I don't need to rely on anybody uh, as much. But yeah, I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.